With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The 10th time they've made it! They've won a playoff campaign! And they've done it at Wembley! And for the first time in 74 years, Brentford will play in the top flight of English football! And he puts it in! Sergi Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Eden Podcast, where on tonight's episode we will be chatting about that dramatic win over Forest on the weekend, as well as looking forward to Liverpool away on Saturday. Before we get into things, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, uh, please follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel and sub to our Spotify channel and also leave a rating because that really helps out with the reach and the ratings of the podcast. Uh, I'm joined not in the studio today because there's been a double booking. Um, the, person that I, the person that I normally book the studio with is book someone else in at the same time, so we're making do of what we got in a in a library room in St. Mary's University. But yeah, <laughs> I'm joined today by the usual suspects. Clayton, Clayton, how are you, mate? Good as always. Niall, how you doing? I'm all right, how are you? And finally making his Elam Road debut, Callum Maguire has joined us. Callum, great to have you on, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How are you doing today? Not too bad, mate. Not too good, bad. Good. Let's just get into this makeshift podcast. I quite like this setting, you know. We've got an athletics track behind us as well, so, you know, we're making do with what we got. Straight Blessing into... Me. Blessing me on my first appearance, I must say. So, the man, the myth, uh, legend. It's good to have you on. Cara. Thank you very <laughs> much. Mr. Brentford, somewhere. Thank so. you. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Straight into Forest then. Before we start talking about the match, um, lots of back and forth on Twitter between Brentford and Forest fans. Me and you talked about it before, about like this kind of weird kind of little rivalry we have with Forest. Callum Knight, what, what, do, you, what do you make of Steve Cooper and Forest just in general? As a club, you know, I think the fans are very passionate and that's what I quite like about Nottingham Forest as a club. But we've always had this kind of issue, I think, between the two. Like, uh, whenever we play them, something goes on. Uh, Griffin Park, I can remember a few times with quite a lot of time wasting from Nottingham Forest just to try and break the game up, probably to frustrate us in one way or another. Uh, and obviously that's what they did. We will touch upon that later on. Um, but uh, obviously the fans certainly have a bit of quite disgruntled with each other before and after the game. And, of course, I kind of got drawn into it as well, which find them on Twitter page but um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah no it, it, I don't know what it is not in Forest maybe, maybe it is to do with Steve Cooper he does like to moan a lot uh, but um, yeah it, it, it is frustrating to see sometimes but it, it's quite enjoyable we've got the final word yeah. so uh, yeah up the bees <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a lot of it is Steve Cooper just because of the whole Swansea thing um, I think when Ollie Watkins scored for us in the playoff semi-final he kind of shushed Steve Cooper mm, vaguely yeah. remember that yeah. um I think it's kind of similar with Leeds. Like, I don't understand that, that Leeds and Forest are such big clubs, but they just despise Brentford. I can't, I can't put my finger it's on it. It's because we're small, like compared to them. So, like the, the, the thought for them to fathom that yeah. we could be better than them, like just hurts their tiny minds. Yeah, I That's remember what it is. we were both going for a promotion a couple of seasons ago, and their fans were being so weird about the whole stats thing and how we were run by like hmm. stats and data and, then and all that. This season, they did that whole like press release of like oh, how they run like similar to Brentford. Yeah, and that's they what I was just like about to say. 
Mill, yeah, 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 yeah. Forrest Hill, you're Thunder. So, yeah, no, I'm not a fan of Forrest or Steve Cooper, to be honest, but yeah, I mean, you're right, they are a big club, and I mean, if they weren't so weird about it, it would have been nice seeing them in the Premier League, but mm. to be honest, I don't want you to see them go down. Though, no, 100% want to see them go down. Them and Leeds need to go down. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get on We'll get on to the game. Not really much to talk about in that first half. Their goal came from that big long throw that we talked about last week, and mm. then Gibbs White has a deflected shot, which eventually ends up landing at the feet of Danilo. There's not really much we could do about that goal, could we? No, it's it's, it's just unlucky, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, what do you reckon? No, I completely agree. I mean, um, you know, it was a lucky deflection into Danilo. Uh, I mean, not much that Raya could have done, could have done whatsoever, to be honest with you, with 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 the goal. Um, so yeah, uh, fair enough. I mean, one shot, one goal. It happens sometimes, and. Uh, yeah, we you know we we came back very well in the second half. So, but yeah, no, yeah. frustrating. But but you know these ha- this happens sometimes mm. in matches. I think in in that second half when, when we had that much of the ball, I don't know if you saw Jay did a really good piece on it in the Athletic about how we're not as great when we have that much of the ball, and that was our first win when we've had more possession. I've been saying that for weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I think if teams know how to frustrate us if they're coming here, as I said earlier, to, to waste time, put a lot of men behind the ball. I feel sometimes we don't know how to break down the opposition Mm -hmm. Um, it is that bit harder when all they're planning to do is just waste time at every opportunity put as I say 10 men behind the ball Um, so that I think over the years Brentford has been one of those teams where you know they're great with the ball great great with possession stats and everything like that but they sometimes struggle to break down a team who know how to frustrate us Mm -hmm. I think think um, this is where you want to see Damsgaard play well though mm -hmm. because like oh I don't know about him on Saturday lads I really don't know give him time give him time I know yeah time. I know we keep saying he's had time but he, there was like flashes but we've said this about him it's just flashes at the moment we haven't mm. really seen as much promises I'll tell you what will happen I've seen this with Brentford players in the past give him one goal which he will get very soon I hope he could have, he um, could have one on, on that rebound on Saturday he yeah. could have there I was mean, one before that as well when he had a when he had a sh- like a snapshot all, all it takes is something like that isn't it just a cheeky yeah. little rebound and all of a sudden I look I, you know I look at Ivan Tony yes he's a striker for example but he struggled in his first season with us and it took a while before he scored his first goal mm. against Millwall with a penalty mm. um, but you know, Damsgaard's come in with a big reputation um, after what he did in Euros for Denmark, scoring that incredible free kick uh, that day against England at, at Wembley. And I feel that, you know, he's still young as well. And I feel that has kind of probably got to him. It's the first chance for him to play in the Premier League. And, you know, it takes time for some of these players. And, um, you know, give him time. I'm, I'm fully with that. And I think he can do it I mean absolutely I think the most important thing is is we've seen glimpses of what he can mm. do yeah. if he was just playing mm. shit like every week then yeah fair enough mm. Mm. but we've seen his quality against Fulham um, other games as well um, so yeah I think it's just about confidence for him he's obviously mm. come off a long injury um, he's very skinny as well I don't know yeah, he still needs <laughs> to get on those protein shakes it's yeah. all that <laughs> <laughs> we also said to get him on the beards <laughs> both <laughs> I think we should talk a little bit about Tony's performance because um, in, in a way he kind of saved himself with that goal I, I, mm. every time he gave the ball away in that game the groans from the West End were just getting louder and louder mm. Mm. Um, so it was in, a, in a way he kind of saved that performance with the goal mm. what, what do you reckon? It's, no, it's, it's sort of recently it's only recently like you mentioned it against Wolves when he had a bit of a stinker but obviously we, we can't get him to his back because of how <laughs> he's got 20 goals I know season. exactly <laughs> I know I know. but only, it's just, just recently his performance levels have just dipped a little mm, bit beyond, mm, below mm. what we expect of him in, yeah. from, from the rest of the season mm. I think obviously scoring 20 goals comes with an added 
pressure from the fans. I mean, you know, fans are expecting him to go and score week in, week out. But, I mean, we have to remember this, you know, we haven't ever had a player, I don't think, who scored 20 goals in the Premier League for Brentford. Mm. Um, and I think that that's why maybe there's, there was a slight... Yeah, you know, there was some slight disappointment in the crowd, especially from the West Stand on Saturday, with how how he was possibly playing. Yeah, but that is what I say about a striker. You know, if you keep him, if he's quiet, then you know he can come up with a bit of brilliance. I'm, I'm saying he meant every bit of that on Saturday with his free kick. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, you know that spurs him on. Uh, you know, there's another goal for him in the bank, and uh, he can only kick on. He can only kick on, and yeah, sometimes you're going to get games like that from Tony, but. Great, he scored another goal for us. I think we, we don't really know if he's playing with an injury or anything mm. because, mm. Like, like you said, last couple of weeks he's been not playing at his best. Mm. Um, similar to Norgard, Norgard was carrying an injury but playing through it and then mm. obviously aggravated his injury and now he's probably out for the season. But yeah. you don't know mm. what, what might be happening with Tony. You he he to, looks mm. like he is playing with mm. an injury. You have to remember, you know, and I, I look at the Danish players as well where they've gone off and played yeah. possibly two games you know, abroad and then come back and played, you know, some quick games in quick quick succession. So maybe that's got something to do with it possibly there. He's gone off, he's travelled to Italy, uh, travelled back to the to the UK, then then come off the bench for England. So there's a lot of travelling involved. You know, maybe he's a bit fatigued. It is late in the season now. Um, so maybe that's got something to do with it possibly. Energy levels are starting to get a bit low. Thinking about the summer holiday, maybe as well. But I mean, it's um, but yeah, no, summer still... holiday in Dubai. Yeah, he does, <laughs> <laughs> he does like that. But I mean, <laughs> but no, I keep scoring goals. Uh, I'm sure he will, and hopefully, he can end up with over 25 maybe this yeah. season. Yeah, I think I think once Tony equalised, that second was almost kind of inevitable. Mm. Um, mm. I think we also have to praise Frank for bringing on De Silva and giving him that clear instruction to just stay on the right hand side of the pitch because mm. I don't think I saw him in a central area, no, like at all when he came on. Mm. We've been talking about De Silva for what feels like every single episode of the mm. podcast, because but good good moment, good oh, moment for him. Yeah, I was so happy because <laughs> we spoke about it for the last maybe like three four episodes. Mm. Uh, before we even did that other podcast which we spoke about a few weeks ago um, yeah I mean we don't need to c- touch on it much more but yeah it was just like vintage to silver wasn't it mm. bided this time and just just slotted it just good good confident the confidence to have yeah, that shot yeah. near post like mm-hmm. yeah, great great brushed off his band really easily as well super happy about that and you can't yeah. forget he did that to Red and Lodi who was playing in Atletico last season mm. um, and beat Kedl on FS <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I know so yeah I hope he kicks on from here though This, I mean we've seen glimpses of what he can do um, you know especially I look back at his first goal of the season at Leicester where he's running at defence that's what I want to see him yeah. do more mm. because he defenders are scared of him you, you you watch them they back off they they don't really know what to do with him at it's times so quick, he? he is mm. quick he's most completed dribbles as well isn't it most yeah. completed dribbles yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. he's a quality player and that's what I want to see more of him getting at the defence so if you're listening Josta Silva you know you know what to do but, I mean, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah no it's um, yeah no he's a quality player and uh, you know hopefully as, as you say that is something that will allow him to kick on and score a few more mm. goals this season sense of kind of vindication for me when when that goal went to VAR mm. I was I was thinking back to the 2-2 remember at, at Forest when yeah. when they get their last minute equaliser and it oh, goes to VAR don't. there and I was thinking yeah. please yeah. no please no well what we think because people Steve Cooper came out and said he was fuming at the decision what, what, what were we saying on that offside no I mean it's literally factual he was not offside <laughs> so I don't know why he's crying it was, it was so close that they couldn't it was given 
on the side of the pitch and it was so, so close mm. that they had to keep it. But I, I was thinking that they were calling for offside because I remember when it actually went in, there was a passenger play before and I saw all the Forest fans' hands go up when De Silva picks up the ball a little bit earlier. But they were actually checking to see if Wiss's knee was offside yeah, yeah, and yeah. if he was blocking mm. the goalkeeper's mm. side. But I don't think it was. It's just like... No. To come out in the post match and, and and complain about it is just testament. I mean, to it's, it's just talking about the bloke that <laughs> the bloke that said that Rico Rico Henry's red card in the, in the playoff semi-final was completely justified when he got the whole ball. So like, why are we even like listening to what this absolute gargoyles? <laughs> Should we talk about Forest's time wasting tactics? I've, I've seen a lot of well, we've talked about it again before on the podcast. Whether it's smart game management, what if we if we're one nil up away from a team like Forest or a, a t- the other way around? Are we? Are you wanting us to time waste as much as they did? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think look back to Wolves last season away. I remember we. I think we beat them two 0 our first away. But game. we're a better team than that. We did like look. We beat City. We didn't do that. Mm. We just scored in the last. Well, as in we weren't time wasting. We were okay. going for the win. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, good yeah, point. Yeah, good yeah. point. I think the dark arts one of the one of the best things about football <laughs> because mm. you know, it's bloody annoying. There's a not. fine line though, isn't there? Because like there's obviously time wasting and sapping some of the game, but then the, I think probably more suits with the ref. If he's letting something go like that from that that early in the game, then he just has no control over the game, clearly. Because, like, mm. there's time wasting, that's fine, that's part of the game. But, like, for taking as long as they did from certain scenarios... Oh, mate, he, mm. sh- he should have booked a mate that went off for cramp and then hobbled his way back onto the pitch only to go down again. No, I know. It's frustrating, but I must say, full credit to the ref for giving as much time as he did at, yeah. at yeah. the end yeah. of the game, um, which I think is something we should touch upon because I haven't seen that amount of stoppage time for wasting time since probably the World Cup to be honest with mm-hmm. you um, so fair play to the ref I don't usually give much credit to the referees um, but, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you sit in the West End <laughs> you already know <laughs> Uh, but no I mean full credit and with that extra time the pressure I mean, especially with Forrest down to 10 men as well with, through the injury um, and using all their subs up as well I've, I, you know it, it is it was something that helped us and got us over the line which was you know, great to see so mm. yeah top job already I, I want to talk about Sharda but I do just want to say Morgan Gibbs-White I, in the games that he's played against us even not against us I've never seen anything from him to suggest that he is the player that Forrest fans think he is bang average He's, mm. he's nowhere near as good as Josh Silva. He's a passion merchant. He's nowhere near as, jo- as good as Josh Silva on his mm. day. I've seen glimpses and he did score a goal you know, against us, which you know, was, a, was a good goal back, back at, obviously at their ground mm. earlier in the season. Would I say he was worth the money what they paid? Absolutely not. Probably not. Will we maybe see what he's worth in the future? Possibly, but I think he has to be in a team which is full of confidence. Last year, he was in a Wolves team which was doing well, pushing for Europe as well uh, last season until they dipped off towards the end of the season. But he's got into a team which uh, they're expecting a lot because they've brought in a lot of players, haven't they? And um, whether he's fitting in that team or not, I'm, I'm not sure, but... You know, it's just the way that Forest fans go on about him. He should be mm. for England. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he's a bad player. The England shot is horrendous. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just saying he's not. He's nowhere near as good as they think he is. No, mm. To be fair, I do think he's a good player. He's got a nice little partnership with Brendan Johnson. I think they're like the two. The two danger men. Yeah, the, the two danger men. But. Mm. Um, to be fair, the whole England shout, if Conor Gallagher's getting the England squad, I don't see why Morgan yeah. Gibbs White couldn't, to be honest. Yeah, if Conor Gallagher shouldn't be in the England squad as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. He yeah. was playing up top for Chelsea, it seemed like, in, in midweek. When, 
We well, did get a goal of the month for Chelsea last month, didn't they? Just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one goal for Chelsea in the whole month. And congratulations, Conor Gallagher, on the uh, yes, the goal of the month. In terms of <laughs> good job, Kevin. Kevin Schneider with another good performance. Um, mm. I feel like you said the the same about Mbemo when you said that you prefer him to play in a two when he plays with Tony. I kind of feel the same about Schneider because although on on Saturday I saw glimpses. I remember that there was a point in the second half where he kind of dummies it and spins his man and just runs past him. Mm. But I, I feel like when he's in a two, he's got more space to run onto whoever's flicking it on. But um, yeah, he, he was definitely the danger man in our team. So much so that when he came off, there was a collective groan around the stadium. Like, why'd you bring him off? Mm. Um, how much can we expect from him next year, Kevin Schneider? Um, I still think we need to be patient. You know, he's so young. A bit like all of our team, really. Um, mm. You know, adapted to the Premier League. I don't think he played that much for, was it Freiburg we got him from? Yeah, Freiburg. Yeah. Um, like under 15 appearances on yeah so he hasn't got a lot of professional games under his belt um, so yeah I think next season um, well he needs to open his account for us hopefully this season yeah. um, get that bit of confidence and I know he had a good chance against Aston Villa a couple of weeks ago um, and he, he looked distraught after that he but yeah like I he said he's offside now yeah he was offside well I'll tell you what something will help him with his confidence so obviously coming up there is some national games to be played in June. Um, I would hope that Germany would call him up again, mm. give him the confidence once again to mm. go, possibly get off the bench and have a couple of cameo appearances like he did previously. So that is something I would hope yeah. would happen. Also a good pre-season. You know, we're, we're blessed in some ways to be heading off to America. Um, I, yes, I think that's a lot on the players, but I feel it's a good chance to show what they can do. Um, obviously, we're going to be playing some good teams out there as well. So I think a good season, a good pre-season from Sharda will allow him to get off to a good start and hopefully kick on next season and score a few goals and, and a few assists. So mm. hopefully he can only get better. So. Yeah. Are you heading off to the States? I, yet to be confirmed, to be honest with you, um, I I would like to say I would. Money constraints say otherwise, but I have been looking at flights. I must admit. So, uh, <laughs> so stay tuned on that one. Keep an eye on my Twitter page. No. <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you, do you going over to yeah. Mm. Is Tom Tom Tom, and Tom Rich is going? Yeah, that'll be good. It'll be good. I feel that's a good test for us going over to. Are we allowed? Can we touch upon that very quickly? I think it's a good test. Um, I feel that would be good for the team to go out there, grow the audience of Brentford um, as well. I don't agree with the ticket prices, obviously, but um, I feel it's going to be great for Brentford as, as a club to go and progress out in out in in America. I mean, something we could only have dreamed of, you know, 10, 15 years ago, exactly. supporting the club like we like you know like we were. So onwards and upwards, and um, yeah, hopefully, you know, go and go some do something good out there and put some good performances in and uh, and yeah keep growing the club is what I say 100% so. I think Tias tweeted about the the Mercedes-Benz Stadium just mm. like and just looking at it from an aerial angle mm. just he just I think he just said something like watching Brentford at this gaff but it does just sound like unreal it's a fever dream yeah, yeah. yeah. Unreal. Dream. Mm. Um, you mm. touched on it just before we started recording you said you'd like to see Onyeka start the next game mm. Mm. we'll talk about Onyeka but I, I think do you think that Baptiste deserves to start before the end of the season because uh, we, uh, we spoke about it before I think mm. whenever he comes on he, he doesn't put a foot wrong no but it doesn't I think he doesn't offer enough to start. It's just like a solid... I wouldn't like move him on, per se. 
but it's just like a solid rotation option. That, that's my opinion. Mm. I, don't, I don't think we'll see Baptiste at the club next season, personally. You don't? No. I think he's too good to not be playing because like, he could be yeah, a very good championship. I don't, think, exactly. I don't think he should be a rotation. I, 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 I think, think he could be a, 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 like a first team player at a no. club towards the bottom of the division. No, to be fair to him, I think if he wants to further his career, he should move on because. Have you seen how many games he's played like mm. throughout his whole career? It's not many at he, all. He's, he's good. He's a, he, good he, no, he's a very good player. Yeah. I just don't see him getting the minutes he might want no. to. I um, agree. No, I agree. I agree. Ahead of Jensen, De Silva. Mm. That's know. the problem. We, well, I don't, that's one position I don't think we need to strengthen in in, yeah. in, 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 in the midfield yeah. area. Um, but we've seen the potential from Baptiste about what he can do. I, mm. I look back at United in pre-season where he scored that incredible goal from outside yeah. the box. Mm. Um, so we have seen what he can do, but the question of he is at that age, I think he's like twenty six, something like that, where you you look at him and you say, do you want to be playing week in week out? And the answer would be yes. Yeah. You're in the prime of your career. Um, will he get that at Brentford? It's difficult to say. I would probably say not. But I mean, this is where I look at it and say, get send him out on loan if he's prepared to go out on loan to a to a to a top championship team, which I fully believe he can get into why not send him out on that? We've seen it with players in the past, go out on loan, can do very well and then come back into a Brentford squad and then offer something mm. even more than what they originally were. Let's see if it's available. Yeah, I wouldn't like to see him go on a permanent. I think mm. I think there's a player in there somewhere. Mm. Yeah, mm. if he was 21, then there might be point keeping him around but yeah. unless we plan on getting relegated anytime, <laughs> any soon then we're not going to I just don't think he's going to play I think mm. he's one of the unfortunate ones like if we were still in the championship uh-huh. we'd probably be like a hero along with Marcus Force for example yeah, so yeah I think it's unfortunate but I think you have to be ruthless when you're in the Premier League and we do have a lot of midfielders we've got okay. Bidstrop coming back as well yeah, who, exactly. who I really rate so yeah. mm. no it's a difficult one I, I really want to see him do well but um, I, I just have a feeling he'll leave in the summer Onyeka, you've been impressed oh, by him lately? Yeah, I've been very impressed with Onyeka. I mean, I think as an attacking player, I would say he's, he's very much willing to get forward um, and put in a very good challenge. I mean, you know, he obviously, with the goal on the first goal on Saturday, uh, he won the free kick in a very good position, which allowed us to go and score. Um, I think he's a very good player. And I, I look back at the City game where he plays mm, just yeah. before the World Cup. Mm. Now, now, for me... Of course, it raised a few eyebrows of him coming in and playing in that game because I thought, you know, we were going to be completely dominated in the middle of that part. But that is the best performance I've seen him put in. Unfortunately, then he then got injured again. He seems to be having a few injuries. You know, you know what his other best performance for mm. us was? It was against Man City as well in the home game last mm. season. We mm. lost 1 0. But mm. I just oh, remember yeah. that, se- that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah. I think yeah. he just suits that type of game. You yeah, know? Where, where the midfield is. Outmatched, he doesn't have the yeah. ball, but he's, yeah, exactly. he, he's quick and mobile and gets mm. after the ball and yeah. he's a bit of a disruptor. The only thing is, we call him Frank the Tank, but he only lasts really about 60 or 70 minutes before he starts tiring out. So <laughs> well, that's something I want to see is, you know, just maintain your yeah. kind of performance throughout the whole game because mm. he does tire out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you like to see him start the next, the next game, yeah. for example? Yeah, absolutely. I would say put him in the, in that midfield. In Norgard's, I, Norgard's position. Yeah, yeah, I would say put him in. We, I don't, this... I don't see him playing a six. No. Well, no, you don't see him playing a six. What you nah, see him more he, advanced? Yeah, he has to. He gets up and down the pitch. He wouldn't. He, he wouldn't be your six. Who's the he, six then? Oh no, he. You know, you know, it's the six. Now, to be fair, I think it changes throughout the game. Like I think at times you see maybe like um, Onyeka as our deepest midfielder. Other yeah. times it's Jan out, but. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't mind Onyeko as a six. I think he's played there quite a bit recently when he's come on. Um, 
I don't know. But yeah, I would like to see him He's good in the press. He's really good at yeah, really good. Yeah, that's the only reason yeah. I say it. It's just like he, sometimes the most effective you see him is actually when he's using his pace and kind of getting about the pitch and being in, in the opposition's half and not kind of sitting in front of two defenders. Mm. You, you, want, you want him pushing on a bit more. Mm. Anything else we wanted to touch on about Forrest? Anyone? Well, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they end the season. I mean, it's it's very interesting down the bottom of the league. I must say, luckily we're not we're not involved. Um, but I mean, I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they end the season. I mean, what do we think, boys? Do you think do you think they go down? Or, I think them and Leeds go down. Personally. Yeah, I mean, they they haven't scored many away from home this season. I think match of the day touched upon it seven before the game on Saturday. Um, only won one away all season. I mean, their home form is going to be very key. To whether they stay up or not, but I, I wouldn't mind them stay up. Actually, I, I, I think as I touched upon earlier, I actually quite enjoy the yeah. games we play at the city ground. They're very passionate fans. Mm. I, I wouldn't wouldn't mind if they stay up at all. I, you know, and I, but I think as a club, I think I think Steve Cooper isn't the man. I don't think if you're looking at, uh, at them going forward as a club in the Premier League, I feel that Steve Cooper, if they stay up next year, needs to be the first change they make at yeah. the football club he's definitely um, a good manager like mm, don't get me wrong mm, we could chat mm. shit about him but like when he took over last was it last season he took they were, over like, yeah, they were yeah. in the relegation zone and they ended yeah. up getting promoted so like he's a good manager but I guess um, uh, I, mean, I guess a lack of Premier League experience combined with mm. what they did to that squad which like they yeah. just should you learn from any team it, just, I, I it doesn't work I can't fathom that how, how can you spend 150 million plus and your squad looks like that <laughs> <laughs> Like, at least when Fulham did it they actually had like some big names in it no, but sure, yeah exactly but surely you'd want to keep the same like, I know they had a few loan players last season why don't you just get them in like why wouldn't you do that um, yeah, like um, you know, you see Sheffield United; they stayed what? up in their first season in the Premier League just because the squad they kept was together. The core. Yeah, they kept, kept like the core Joe Garner team. was it from United. James like, Garner, James yeah. Garner, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, they, like they they got a priced out woman, and they ended up spend, spending more like two days later. And hmm. um, it just clearly just went about their business very badly. Um, and I mean, we've mentioned uh, Leeds and, and business on on the same length. So see ya. Victor Orta got left yeah, the which is great. For me, I'd, I'd quite like to see Leeds and Forest stay in the league just because it adds a, two more games in the calendar that there's a little bit more extra spice that you can get mm-hmm. up. Yeah, but at the same time, it would be just so funny. It would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. It would be hilarious to laugh at them. But I just like go, going to Leeds away and it's Forest away this year, it's just been fun because you know that they dislike us and you know that there's mm-hmm. a little bit more to the game. Right, Whereas yeah. like someone like Everton, I just when we went up there, I know I said before that we hadn't lost in 10 games or whenever since we started the podcast. But there's all, I've never gone to Everton and felt confident that we were going to win. It's just like, I'd, I'd, I'd rather them go place. down. They're the most depressing <laughs> club in England. It's a hard place to go and play football, Everton. They'd be um, in real trouble, wouldn't but they? I think they're in big trouble. Um, I think, you know, you look at the Sean Dyche effect, I don't think it's working. Um, I mean, Leicester last night, they, you know, they missed the penalty as well from Madison. They should have won that game, really. Mm. Um, and Everton, they've got some hard games to come. But it would be interesting. I think I love that. You know, we can take a back seat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm st- I still think we're pushing for Europe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I said at the start of the season on a podcast, other than this, I said, I said, I still think, I, you know, I said we will be pushing for Europe and we still are. Um, but it's nice to look further down at, at the table and see us and just not, laugh. Yeah, just, just, yeah, <laughs> just, just revel in that. Yeah, just, just absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, we're not involved, so I'm enjoying that part of things. One, as well. one more thing before we move on for Forest. Um, we, we touched on it briefly before we started recording. Uh, not one to gloat, but I have been speaking about this for a while. There's a lot of talk on social media, Twitter especially, about uh, playing free from desire after the games, mm. uh, after yeah. kind of wins against teams in the relegation zone. Um, 
bit forced, bit bit contrived. What, what do you mm. think, Mike? Yeah, I I think stick to the lap of honour. I think lap of honour when when we win, fair enough. We're in the Premier League. I get it. I also understand people saying you know there's no easy games in the Premier League, so why wouldn't we do it? But I feel like if we cut it out, it would make the, the games where we go and beat Liverpool or Man City more special. Yeah, then you do it. it. Yeah. yeah, I just think the fans should build the atmosphere, especially when they're. It's like... been good the last two games, mate. Been, yeah, 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 since we since no, we said it's it. after. It's like like you remember on the Eden Road after the game, we've had a big win. All the players come over and everyone had seen like song yeah. specific yeah, players yeah. that have like a really good game. But yeah. you, you can you can't get that going after yeah. any win in the West End yeah. because all you, all you can hear is freedom desire. Yeah, and it's like the seventh time. So then it's just like Wiesa kind of like fumbling about like yeah. oh, I don't really care if we just beat Forest. <laughs> And all the players he probably, he kind came of off the bench and dropped it. a shitter as well, and yet we're still seeing whistles on fire. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like, come on, come on, guys. I can't see them dropping it next season. To be honest, with you, I think that is something that Brentford, too many people like it. I, th- I think there's too many, and you look at it on Sky as well mm. when they're very quick to pick up on it. Jamie yeah. Carragher, Neville, and Co. Mm. Um, I think the club will be. You know, they, I don't think they'll want to change it. To be honest, with you yeah. it's probably so it's a good point identity. about Sky because they because whenever Sky mm. come around, they know that they've got that. If we yeah. win at yeah. the end of the yeah, game, yeah. yeah, I can't see them so dropping we need to speak it. To Sky, not Brentford, basically. <laughs> Tom yeah. Chef, what are you up? So we get on some some questions from the GPG. We have got a question from Tom who asks if we think we've got if asks if we've got more depth than we think we have, and he cited the five subs on Saturday as evidence of that. Mm. We kind of touched about it before with Jay. We said that that was kind of a point of the team that that's so different from last year now when we look at the bench we've got players that we can bring on and we're confident in bringing on whereas yeah. last year we didn't have that and players like KLP who we just kind of forgot he's been injured for the this half of the season mm. really and mm. just kind of forgot he's existed we paid 25 billion for him yeah. so yeah, yeah no yeah. definitely I think so I think we've got a lot, a lot of depth I also think the team is just so well drilled every player who comes in they know their job like they know what to do mm. Um, mm. I think you have to give credit to Thomas Frank for that really mm. um, yeah. so I think players like Zanka and Roslev even they come like they're kind of names that make me slightly nervous, but they come in and do a good job. Like yeah, Zanka against Chelsea, just hadn't played in weeks, just comes mm. in, just blinder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thomas Frank, you're the man. Good article <laughs> on uh, the Roslev that Brentford released earlier. Did any of you read that? It's no. quite, quite interesting. What was it's talking about how he's, I think against, so the eight games we've played against the big six, he's started seven of them. Um, in all of those games, we've lost none of those, but we've <laughs> the only game that he, we lost was that he didn't play against Arsenal at home. I think it's because when we play the low block, he's so disciplined. Like yeah. he's kind of different to Hickey in that regard. Like Hickey's better when we have more of the ball. Um, but yeah, Roslev's been so good this season. I have to say, um, yeah. Hopefully he can push on to maybe bigger and better things next I thought, season. I thought Hickey had a good game on on Saturday. One of, the, Hickey, one of his better yeah. ones. No, I, th- I feel you know it is a different position for him playing on uh, as a as a right back. I know he has played in in that position for quite a few for quite a few games for us. I still think it's uh, his best position is on the left, but obviously it's a bit difficult when you've got one of the best left backs in the league, personally, mm-hmm. I feel, in Enrico Henry there, at, at, you know, as, it, as it is. But it, you know, he's done a great job uh, and he's kept Roslev out of the team, where at times I thought, you know, where he has gone off to you know, Manchester City, put in performances like he has. Mm. Um, to keep him out, uh, he's done a great job. Have we seen the most of him no I don't think so I think there's more to come from him if he can keep himself injury free which I think he hopefully he can he's had his bad luck of injuries um, there's more to come from Hickey for sure and again you know he's got some very big games coming up for, for Scotland that can only improve him as, as a player he's got a big game coming up against England as well which would be quite good to see him involved hopefully mm. so um, no I think he's only going to get better and um, yeah full credit to 
you know the crew, the, the, the guys who brought him in, I, he's done a great job. So yeah, yeah it's only going to do him favours with with Brasler pushing him so much as mm. well. It's mm. going to make that competition even better. Mm. Yeah, we got a question from Andy on Twitter who asked how Callum manages to get on TV every week. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That is a million dollar question. I think actually, to be honest with you, I don't know. I mean. Uh, I wish I could answer that. To you know, you view. know that United fan that went viral during the World Cup. Yes, people kept finding him. Like that is basically yeah. you, you're the next him. Uh, yeah, well, pretty much. You know, I go to the grounds the day before I identify where the camera is. Going <laughs> <to be on. laughs> uh, so, I don't really know. I think maybe just a passion. I love football. I absolutely love football, and I think that's probably it. To be honest with you, I'm not afraid to show my emotions in the cr- in the, in the crowd whatsoever. Um, I, I, you know, when we look at Italy of late, funny enough, involving England, we had three and a half thousand people there, but they decided to pan it on me. Don't know why. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I think I love, I love football. Love, love the emotion behind it and that's my one joy. So yeah, that's probably the reason why. We've got, we got Super Bees asking Callum, England or England away or Brentford away. Now, I, I've talked about club against country with my mm. friends, but never spoken to it about someone who actually follows England away. So mm. yeah. it'd be good to get your opinion on this. Yeah, no, yeah. that's a very good question. Thank you for asking it. Um, I would say club to be honest I think club for me I think it's great I think you, you know you, you see people week in week out that you have you know you make so many great memories with as well and uh, I think we're so lucky at Brentford as well where we've got such a, a good family feel to the place um, and you know, I just love stepping in through you know through the GTEC every every other week it's great I mean England's fantastic of course you meet some great people and I have met some great people around the world when I've travelled watching England, um, you know, and met some people who support Brentford who I never thought would. I mean, I'd use a story from the World Cup, for example, where I was coming back from on a bus in the Albate, which is in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere, and a guy from Kuwait was on a bus sitting next to me in a Brentford shirt. <laughs> Can you believe it? Honestly, I, just, I never, ever believe that. But uh, no, Brentford for me, any day, and I, you know, I, I would happily take... Brentford winning a trophy over a major trophy for England. Controversial, but I feel when you've been supporting them for as, as long as I have, I want to see Brentford do well. And then, of course, England's have added bonus as well. So, yeah. That's what we like to hear. Nice. Mm. nice. Um, we'll move on to, uh, well, I could go to the away day section, but anyone want to answer the question about favourite cheese? <laughs> favourite cheese, <laughs> cheddar. Uh, I'm a cheddar man. Cheddar. Oh, so Parmesan? Bad. Parmesan's good. Um, yeah. No, you know that orange burger cheese they have in America. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> impressive, impressive, impressive. Most narwhals. <laughs> I'm gonna go Stilton. That was Stilton. a joke, by the way. That was a joke. Stilton's a controversial right, one. Camembert, got a bit. Oh, oh yeah, man. Camembert. Camembert, I got like it. Well, you know the reason why Camembert's so good is because you only have it at Christmas time. Mm. Yeah, that's my running theory about, about Camembert. Parsnips. <laughs> it's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, we also had quite a rude question from Kayla on Twitter. Yes. Who, who uh, asked why you have a big head but with no little brain? Well, with with so little brain. <laughs> but I don't think you have a big head at all, Callum. So Thank I you very much. Kayla's changed. You have to blame your mother on that one, I think. But, um, um, but um, yeah, good question, Kayla. I wish I could answer that. <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Right, we'll, we'll move on to the away day section. Uh, I did have it planned for the last week when we recorded online, but it's just it's, it's annoying recording online. So I've got a game for you um, from a few years ago. I've also got a game for Northampton B on on GPG because he's given me stick. He's given us stick. Oh, yeah, you did didn't about you? thinking that we're for remembering games that were only a few years ago. So, <laughs> Sorry, Northampton- I was born in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> I do apologise for my date of birth. But yeah, Northampton, you can have Leighton Orient away in the 1982-83 season. Uh, for you lot, you're going to have Sunderland away in the 2017-18 season. The only time ever time we played Sunderland. 3-1 away. 
No, that's not correct. 2-0. It was 2-0. Mokocho More pie. Okay. In the green kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you so, want to relive it, by the way, it's on Netflix, just to let you know. So oh, yeah, yeah, it is. But, they, but they used the wrong clips for like the whole thing. They did, funny enough. Dodgy, isn't it? Dodgy. The home game was quite good against them, wasn't it? 3-3? Three, 3-3, three? Three, three, it was yeah, correct. They went 3-1 ahead. Yeah, Lewis Graben coming back and causing us a few problems. He <laughs> scored... Um, you know, go in the bottom left-hand corner down Eden Road, and then scored a penalty late on uh, in the first half. Um, Look at the size of his brain. Football in my head, I tell you, honestly, it's crazy. <laughs> honestly, I remember too much stuff. But um, no, honestly, that was a that was a good season against Sunderland, and uh, hopefully, get well touching upon them. There, I think they'll. I think they'll do well. They've got a big game this weekend. Hopefully they can push into the playoffs. Them or Middlesbrough. Well, I mean, it's an interesting playoffs. I mean, if you look at that, I mean, there's some, I mean, Mill are in the, in the top six currently, <laughs> uh, but they've got to play a difficult last game. Uh, but I mean, any of them I would take. Of course, everyone would want Luton in the, in the Premier League, wouldn't mm. they? But I mean, mm. Whether they would be allowed to play at Kenilworth Road or Road or not. Really. <laughs> That's I, mean, I, think doing them, I think they'd have to play at MK Don. They'd probably yeah. MK or Watford. That would be so bad. It'd be good away day. Oh, no, MK. Oh, oh no, not MK. I meant if they could do it at Kenilworth Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can't afford um, yeah. such fun. But that tweet, honestly, going the rounds of, oh, you never believe yeah, no, it. This ground, <laughs> uh, this ground, Kenilworth Road in the Premier League. It's a new wheel still. Honestly, honestly. I reckon that green kit that we played at Sunderland, I think that's top tier kit. No, top tier away kit. Yeah. yeah, one of my favourites. Was years. that oh. the third kit with the Jaffa cake as the away kit, mm. or was it a different season? Uh, that's a good question. No, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's the Leo Vega sponsor. Yeah, wasn't it? Mm. I think you're right. Mm. That Jaffa, I didn't even really mind that Jaffa cake kit. To be honest, Jaffa. It was pretty horrendous. It. it was the season that Ajax got to the Champions League semi final, and they, like that. So Adidas reproduced that kit for so many different. Teams mm. and with a nice color palette, it was so nice. And they just, they just, oh, <laughs> Brentford will give them brown <laughs> and orange. Thank you so much, Adidas. Uh, quick question: sponsors for next season. Who's who would you be your ideal sponsor on the front of a Brentford shirt? That's a good um, question. I, I mean, no sponsors to be honest. I've seen yeah. the shouts for um for Fuller's or, or yeah, Fuller's would be good. But I, I good. can see that being. I mean, they are part of the Asahi <clears throat> brand now. But I mean, I, I would say. I think we're in a very good area as we are on the flight path of Heathrow. It's been a while since we've had an airline. KLM, maybe. I mean, I, I would say outsource one there around the bit. Qatar Airways, they do like supporting a football club. So, I mean, Qatar Airways, yeah. if you fancy putting some money into Brentford Football Club, you know, <laughs> 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 on the bow. <laughs> Joseph Soon was all in, also in the lineup that day. Did you two watch the clip that I sent you to yeah. watch before? Yeah. Awful. That was, do you, uh, so what I was going to ask was, if no, if no one's seen the clip, go onto YouTube and just type in Joseph Sood. He missed this absolute sitter for RKC in the Eredivisie a couple of weeks back. Do you think that's worse than Mope, the Mopes miss against Cardiff? Oh, was that the same year? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, no, Mopes year. was worse. That was. I, can't, I think because he took a touch. Yeah, yeah, Joseph, yeah, Joseph Sood, yeah. when you watch it, he just like. I mean, it's awful. He misses the ball and it kind of hits his knee and then bounces yeah. out and goes out. The the Mope one, like every time I watch it, I just don't know how he missed. He's I trying to be too cute, too clever. He's trying to put it in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the home yeah. goal. I just, I remember Ian Abrams came out afterwards <coughs> and he was thinking, he, I said something along the lines of, "How can you be a professional footballer? I could have scored that." But I genuinely believe that Ian Abrams would have probably scored that. <laughs> like it was that, it was that easy of a, ch- of a chance. Mm. I remember sitting in the away end, just like me and my uncle sat next, stood next to each other. We were just looking at it, waiting for the goal to go in. I just could not, I could not fathom how he missed that chance. Mm. 
Mm. Gets worse every time we watch it back. Yeah, did we lose that game as well? Yeah, yeah, we did. did. It was yeah, no, but I mean, it's. Uh, I remember Neil Warnock had a few words to say after that. He was asked if he had any sympathy for him, and he said no, pretty much. Bluntly, yeah, quite bluntly. But no, Mope. I mean, it's interesting to see where he goes. Actually, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he hasn't kicked on how I thought he might have uh, mm-hmm. at, at Everton. Whether he might do something in the championship, possibly, if Everton were to go down, I don't know. But I think they might well just jump ship with him, actually. And I think, you know, he's, he, he could still offer quite a lot to a championship team. Think so, be, yeah, um, if they went down, be the, he's that, that kind of player is your perfect striker. Yeah, if you yeah, go yeah. down, but you're mm. still a big club and you've got good players yeah. around them, he might, he might put himself in that bracket of Everton fans not good would, enough for the yeah. Premier League. But yeah, yeah. Too good, too for, the good for the championship. To, yeah. But yeah. Everton fans would love him if they were in the championship next season with more oh, mate, I still Possibly. love him. No, no, I, I, I still love him, but I feel like... The pure shit house in that I wouldn't take him back though. No, we didn't. No. Last, uh, last summer I would have taken him back, but now... Would no. you take back Ben Rama? 100% every day of the week. I, I would take Make that happen. Make that happen. No chance. No, no chance. No, no, no. I tell you why. And I've always said quite a lot about Ben Rahman. And people say he's one of the best players we've ever had he's, at Brentford. He, he, he's, he's the best. He's well, the best. On his day, but I must say he's one of those players who would go out there and frustrate you quite a lot as well. And when he's not having his own way, um, I, you know, he can be one of those very frustrating players to to watch. Would I have him back at Brentford next season? No, because I feel there's a lot better out there. Also, West Ham will be asking for a lot of money for him. Forget the money. You. It's not. Us. Forget yeah, the money. We are pushing for top. Seven at the moment. Will Ben Rama offer us top seven football next yes. year? <laughs> Definitely not. Ben no, I'm not, no, I'm not having this one. Ben we let Noel get away with the stinker a couple of weeks ago. We got grief for it. You're not having to get away with that one. Vote, would you, I mean, of course, people would say yes, but I mean, would we have Ben Rama back next season? Yeah. Would he ben Rama's us? the exact type of player we're lacking right now. In a four, especially. Yeah, we, 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 we kind of said already how we, we don't like him, Ben Rama in a in a two up top with Tony when we play in a five at the back. Um, he'd improve the team massively if we were in a four. Could, I don't, I'm not sure he'd suit playing in the two up front though. No, no. Is in, is in, I'm saying that he'd improve the game as when we when we set up in a four three three or a four two three one. Depends how you spin it. Yeah, he I'll, can I'll break defences down. I'll take, I'll take him back in a half. He's one of the best players. Ever he's magic. He's the best. I had a hot take the other day. What, what, what would you say about if I said to you? Um, you know how people say Adel Tarat is the best player that's ever played in. If you look at one of the like in terms yeah, yeah, of like yeah, streets yeah. never forgets players. Yeah. I would say Ben Rama's better. If you watch Ben Rama's, if you so watch if you watch Ben Rama's highlights in the Championship, you watch Ado Tarats. Like they're both amazing. Like some of the things they do in those videos are yeah, nuts. Agree. I would say Ben Rama's better. No, we weren't best. No, we, no, I agree. I, I agree. I think uh, get some QPR with, fans in there. Use the hashtag QPR. <laughs> yeah. Make this Bristol City away, where he managed to you know flip the ball over one of the defenders' oh, yeah. heads. And you know, no, I think, I think who was the manager back there? Was it? Was it? I don't think it was Nigel uh, Pearce. Lee was, Johnson. It could, uh, Lee, uh, Lee Johnson. That was it. Lee Johnson. I think it was after came out. He was furious. Absolutely. But the <laughs> disrespect that apparently Ben Rama was showing. Well, I call it skill, mate. So I mean, but uh, <laughs> but um, no, I mean it's no. I, if 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 we had an option to sign him, of course a lot of fans will be happy. But my honest opinion, I think we can do better. And but and you got you got to look at you got to look at we keen Lewis Potter to come back. Yeah, go back onto him. I think we are. I think we're still to see the best out of him. We saw it in glimpses yeah. in the first few games. Mm. I thought against United, I think he was incredible. How mm. he played that day was was second to none. And I tweeted very soon after saying we've got something special here. Fulham yeah. away as well. Yeah, Fulham away. He put in a good performance, and then he got injured, and that's where we've seen in the past where players have had problems where they've come back from an injury and yeah. struggled to get back into the team because of it. Um, look at Yanel. I mean, look at him. He was complaining the other month that he wasn't getting enough minutes because you know people were pushing in front of him after he got injured. So I mean, it's um, but no, Ben Rama, no, no chance. <laughs>
it's gonna be interesting to see how how we line up when we're in uh when we're in America, if, if KLP's back. I don't know what the time frame is on his injury. Is he going to be back for pre-season? I'm pretty sure they I said he was going to be back. I just don't remember him being in the squad for not sure. weeks. Yeah, not sure. They, they used to talk quite a lot, didn't they, about injuries and when players would come back. But now, they're, now they're a bit more mm. private on what goes on behind the scenes. Mm. Um, hopefully he'll be back, because I think, again, it'd be great to go and put some minutes in against some good teams out in America. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're right. Lost. I think he's a special player. I think we've got to Pop up to him on Twitter, see how he's doing, possibly. <laughs> so. We'll move on to, to Liverpool then. How are we feeling before Saturday? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not nervous at all. I mean, that's quite rare for me, actually. But, I mean, I think that, you know, there are a lot of... Liverpool as a defensive team, there are a lot of... Frailties. Frailties, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the word, thank you. Um, and I, and I, I, I can see a lot of goals being scored on, on Saturday. What we need to be careful is that is that front three for me, actually. I mean, Salah involved, who to play up front as well. Diaz Maybe is back Diaz, now as well. Diaz scoring goals. Nunes is another player to come off the bench, possibly score some goals as well. I mean, there's going to be some goals, but if but we've got to aim for their defence. Their defence is is weak. We mm-hmm. proved that in Bremo uh, scoring that goal. He did the third goal against Kiate, wasn't it? I believe. I mean, um, the fact that they even let Tottenham back into that game. Some of the mm-hmm. defending was just. I think yeah. goal boy. On it Saturday, it's, it's one of those games we have to take it to them. Like mm-hmm. we can't, I don't nothing to lose. Nothing, nothing to, to lose. lose. And I, I said this. I've said this a few times. Anything can happen in football. We whether they if they put enough into it, we can still get that top seven. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'd be disappointed. United felt the same before. It was like, yes, they're playing well, playing better, but we got a result against them already mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. So like, let's not go away. Because yeah. I mean, that first half against United, the way we were just oh, mate, extremely we flat. Sh- sh- so, so much respect. Too much respect. As soon as we put a bit of pressure on the second half, they looked a bit more ropey. Yeah. Well, just come out on, on on Saturday and just just give it a go. Mm. Could be Trent up against uh, Sharder up against Trent on a, on the right hand side. Doesn't really play right back anymore. If you've been watching yeah. it more though. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess. But then we can just exploit that, can't we? Well, that's how Tottenham scored on on the weekend because they did play Trent in, in possession the places in the yeah. six as like a quarterback, and then Canate basically sits in a right back. Mm. So Tottenham managed to score that first goal and had a, quite a few chances by kind of getting them in transition while their whole back four was trying to actually get back into position. So mm. I mean. Sort of straight masterclass inbound, I think. <laughs> I mean, I felt the same last season before we went there. I felt the same. You know, there's there's weaknesses in their team that we need to get at, but we just didn't get the performance. It's, mm. it's like well, it's mentioned at United, the exact same thing. Mm. There's 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 stuff to be got. They're there to be got at, but we, yeah. it's just a case we just got to take it to them. Yeah, no, I agree absolutely. I mean, it's um, as I say, I think and I, the players should enjoy playing in stadiums like Anfield, and you know, it, it's a stadium where if they're not playing well, they will get onto the players' backs. So and there, and there's a lot on the line for Liverpool still, you know. They they will want to finish in the European places, obviously, with the history they have in Europe. So you know, I, I think we've got to go there. The first goal is going to be key. I feel uh, it's going to be hard if we, if they score the first goal. Uh, but no, get at them basically. Get at them, cause them problems. Uh, the long throw, I think, is again something that they didn't particularly like very much when mm-hmm. we played them previously. So again, utilize that the best we can. Yeah, just go enjoy playing at Anfield. Um, yeah. What's what's the worst that could happen um, apart from getting beaten badly? But look, you know, there's nothing. There's, <laughs> there's nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose. There's, there's, to lose. there's four lose. games left now. You know, we beat Liverpool. We take we take potential rivals in that in yeah. those kinds of positions. Absolutely. Take points off them. Absolutely. Who knows what could happen? Go and enjoy your football. That's what I go and say. 
Uh, I mean, yeah, of course, if we lose and then we're out of the top seven after that, just, you know, yeah. you know, looking at what's left, I think we should touch upon possibly bringing in some players who are fringe players towards the end of the season. Mm. Um, something we haven't seen of yet. Um, I th- I feel that there could be, you know, I feel we should use our you know, B team a bit more. There is some quality players in our B team um, who should hopefully get some appearance time. It's like Alex Gilbert um, scores every week. Yeah, but he, right he's like 22 now, isn't he? he he's quite old for a yeah, B teamer. But um, p- players like um, Ola Kikbe, he came from yeah. Fulham, um, and Ryan Trevor as well. Yeah. Mm. They, yeah. they, they've looked so promising in the B yeah. team games. But, yeah. um, Got a Chris Iyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great tackle on that, on that, on that midfielder for, for Fulham the other day. He was, he was chasing him down, weren't he? Yeah. I, you, know, you don't want to mess around with him in that position. But I'll tell you, the, uh, the slight disrespect by, uh, by the team to turn up with that team against such a young <laughs> Fulham team. But I mean, you know, fair play. I must give full credit to the B team. I mean, it's. I went down to watch a game um, at Woking a few months ago and against Aston Villa. They put in a quality game. I must say, boys, get yourself down there to any of the B-team They're playing games. City and the... Yeah, yeah. get, Manion, get yourself down there, guys. It's for a great cause as well. Um, touch upon that, um, obviously, I feel. Watching um, Neil McFarlane mm, on the touchline is yeah. worth entry. Alone, yeah. Honestly, he's just an angry Scotsman. <laughs> yeah, no, and you've got Sam Saunders there as well. Yeah. It's great that we've given him an opportunity to go and develop his coaching over there as well um, so I mean yeah no I mean uh, keep it up and you know we've got a big game in the final now for the V team hopefully they can go and win a trophy for, for Rob as well that would be lovely and um, yeah get on the bees basically so yeah there was rumours of McFarlane leaving I don't know if you saw anything not sure um, no, he was linked with sure. like a League 2 job or something so oh, yeah. it'd be interesting well, to see if he did go possibly Saunders, been, Saunders at Crawley was linked yeah, uh, yeah. I mean oh, it's yeah. um yeah, no, yeah, I think definitely the B team's looking good. I mean, as I say, hopefully if we lose on Saturday and we now can't get into the top seven, bring a few of the players in, give them a chance, you know, especially City last game of the season. Mm. I think it's going to be a bit of a party atmosphere. Yeah. Mm. They, they probably should have won the league by then as well. So um, give the players, give the young players a chance. Mm. What, what a development 100%. opportunity for them. Yeah. Cool. I think that'd be a good way to wrap it up. Um, the Eden Road podcast will be back next week to talk about that Liverpool game. Also planning on having some special guests on over the summer, so keep your eyes peeled for those. And as I said at the start, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching us there, and also leave a rating on our Spotify. And we will see you next week. Podcast Network.